At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 75 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout. Hey everyone, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And in case you missed the episode before today, or whatever this day you listen is, uh, this is a reminder that these, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, or the last new episodes of the year, we'll be finishing off the year with 2022. a 2022. Uh, 2022, yes, 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 yes. And um, we will get back to our uh, regular scheduled publishing schedule, except this won't be regular. It'll be a new publishing schedule. Starting mm-hmm. January 10th, we'll be setting out new episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays, not three days a week, because uh, we don't have the life to do that any longer. Yes. Also, <laughs> if you have been con- contemplating becoming a patron of Fan Theory Queries, do it now. It only costs three bucks. There are not multiple tiers. Join at $3. You can uh, support the show and also join our exclusive Discord that group. sweet, sweet Discord channel. Where we mm-hmm. discuss theories and how brilliant that comment Spencer said on that last episode was. And not just theories. We also talk about what we're watching at the moment, any movies mm-hmm. coming up. The latest stupid oh. decision by DC. Except they're not stupid anymore. They're good decisions. Yeah. Though. They're on the right track now. Yeah. They're, they're necessary. Yeah, plus uh if it's I mean you said it's only three dollars. That's cheaper than a cup of coffee these days. So oh, yeah. well, three it depends on where you get your coffee, but sure. Well yeah. For a whole month? Oh well that's true. You can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot get coffee for three dollars for a whole month. So no. yeah. A month a month's worth of coffee for three dollars. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway. You can't really get a month's worth of anything for three dollars anymore. How about Except an awesome access? To, yes, exactly. that's right. Access to our Discord channel. Okay, that's a great deal. Anyway, this is the, let's this get is the to... type of banter you can look forward to in our Discord. I know, isn't it exciting? <laughs> <laughs> Discussion of our coffee prices. Let's talk yes. about a holiday-themed fan theory here. This is: um, Did Bernard the Elf? Kill the original Santa by the Dun-dun. ex-nerd. Now, I have to say real quick, i got to interrupt you, Laura. A listener to our show actually wrote this fan theory several months ago, back in the summer, and uh, shouted out to us, and I commented saying that we would do this on the show, and here we are. It took us a while, <laughs> but we did it for you. So thanks again for shouting out to us on the Reddit, um, subreddit for fan theories, and just to remind everybody that, hey, we're watching. We see you. When you're sleeping. No. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, the ex-nerd. I was about to read that, though, Spencer, because it starts with shout out to Fan Theory Queries. <laughs> yep. All right. So I actually have a fan theory about this movie series. So I'll go ahead and start out by saying I've only seen the first movie myself. Same. I've seen the second one, but it was a long 
time ago. Yeah. yeah, it was a really long time ago for me. Yeah, get this. Uh, the first movie came out in 94. Wow. I know, right? I remember going to see it in the movie theater. Anyway, me too. Okay. I was six years old. All right. So X-Nerd says, the elves, especially Bernard, killed the first Santa. Mm. Let me explain. We hear in the second movie that Scott Calvin was the best Santa to date. In the second movie, children were more happy and the elves seemed to really like him, especially Bernard, which brings up the question, what was it like during the old Santa's time before Scott? So let's call this Santa Roof Santa. <laughs> I like it. Roof Santa might have been not as lovable and cheerful as Scott and children happiness must have been very low. And he must have been more strict with the elves based on how the elves acted in the first movie, especially Bernard. So true. We'll circle back to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. My theory is Roof Santa was running the operation to into the ground. Assuming this is the same Santa that didn't give Neil or Laura their gifts that made them stop believing. So true. A trend, I believe, that went far beyond those two. And if the trend continued, the elves would have been out of a job in the near future, which comes to the elves killing Roof Santa. Now, the elves had the means and the ability to do this, especially Bernard, who I believe is the actual leader of the plan. Here's why. Bernard has the ability to appear and disappear out of thin air and has the authority over all the other elves. I also believe Bernard chose Scott to be the new Santa. This is how I believe it all went down. Bernard saw a trend of the operation going downhill and the bitterness in the elves. In secret, he sent out elves to look for a new Santa candidate. Scott Calvin came back as the prime candidate as he had the experience in the toy business. Yet his only flaw was he wasn't really a jolly guy, but they must have seen the potential of him changing. That or they saw he had a weakness in the form of his son and could use this against him to change him mentally. Ooh. This is how Bernard did it. Bernard watches and waits until the Christmas that Charlie goes to Scott's house. Then, when he gets word that it was happening, he sets the plan in motion. He sends out elves to scout the area. This is why we see an elf in the beginning of the movie. We do. Oh, yeah. They were also on a tight schedule as the big man has already left and would be on his way to Scott's in a few hours. They sneak into Scott's house while they left to go to Denny's to set up a speaker system that would amplify the landing of Santa landing on the roof. We know what happens next up to this point when Scott runs outside and yells, hey, you. It's also at this moment, Bernard, the head elf, magically appears behind Santa and with a twinkle in his eye, he pushes the big man off the roof and then he disappears. <laughs> The rest goes according to plan. Bernard arrives back at the North Pole. The first step of the plan is complete. Scott Calvin arrives at the North Pole, and Bernard sets the second part of his plan in motion, which is giving Charlie the snow globe, which plays a huge part in his plan. As Bernard also knows that Charlie will not forget this, and his stepdad, Neil, who is a psychologist, will overreact and cause major issues as he knows him and Scott don't get along. Something Bernard wants to happen as he wants to humble Scott. And the only way to do this is with the possibility of losing Charlie. Scott is shown the North Pole with Charlie and then they fall asleep. The rest is history, except Bernard also keeps tabs on Scott to make sure his plan stays on track. 
which is getting Neil to overreact and convincing Laura to take away Scott's visitation rights. When this is finally achieved, he now has Scott hook, line, and sinker. When Charlie convinces Scott with the snow globe, which up to that point showed no signs of being magical, oddly enough, it is now Bernard appears to cement Scott's newfound belief and take the two back to the North Pole, where they take extra precautions to keep Scott safe. With a flame-retardant jumpsuit, cool tech, and a squad of elves that can break him out of a tight bind. Something old roof Santa didn't apparently have. <laughs> it's not until the second movie we see Bernard's plan complete. The elves seem to be more cheerful. Bernard is more cheerful. And kids around the world are a lot happier, according to the other legendary characters. Meaning, Scott doesn't skip over kids and makes sure no kids get left out. Cementing job security for the elves, except for the Mrs. Claus clause, which Bernard did not take into account when he put his plan in motion. So basically, Bernard killed Roof Santa and mentally manipulated Scott into becoming the new Santa. I literally wrote this at 2 a.m. I was extremely bored. Lol. <laughs> wow. Bravo. Bravo. There wow. we go. Yeah. So uh, to, to prepare a for lot this, of thought. yeah, Laura and I just watched this last night again. Mm-hmm. The first mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because, like, <laughs> some, stuck, some stuff stuck out to me um, mm -hmm. about, like, how much of a jerk Laura is. Or, like, <laughs> how much of a... Not my wife. This, this person, this movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, is, um, even, though it's spelled you know with the, even though it's spelled with a U, they do pronounce it Laura in the movie. Yeah. So, um, the, But it's so true. I was, like, yelling at the screen of, like... What does it matter if a little boy still believes in Santa? He's nine yeah. years old. Why are Lara and stepdad Neil trying so hard to make him stop believing? What's the harm? Well, that's yeah, not just the problem. Let him be a kid. Yeah. The biggest problem I had was the whole reason why she stopped believing in Santa Claus when she was recounting the Christmas morning where she didn't get what she wanted. How she oh, said, yeah, she was like, she, I had so many she toys. She said, there were dozens of presents, but... I didn't have mystery date. No mystery like, date. You selfish little snob. <laughs> yeah. Ungrateful little kid. Exactly. No wonder the Santa didn't care about his job anymore if kids were yeah. like that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, what do you overall what do you guys think? I I, mean, I do see what they're talking about with Bernard of he really he is really snippy and rude. Yeah. Yeah, um, beginning. I, I mean, it it has legs for sure. I you know we had I'd already read the theory going into this movie after we watched it a second time, and so I was watching a couple of things. First of all, I noticed that whenever they get brought down to the North Pole, and all the elves look and see who's in the sleigh, like none of them are shocked, none of them seem sad that it's somebody no. new. Like there's mm -hmm. almost like no reaction that their old boss is gone and replaced You're by someone. As if right. they knew it was going to happen. Exactly. Mm. Um, however, the other thing that I noticed is I was specifically watching for the moment where Santa slips. I mean, I guess you could theoretically, because Bernard is magical and he can appear and disappear, like, it's just the way that Santa falls, there's no place from our point of view for there to have been someone behind him to push him. Now, see, I'm going to disagree with that because... Scott Calvin's house, it came up to like that traditional, just that center point. Mm -hmm. 
and Santa was standing on one side of the point of the roof, and I mm-hmm. think that Bernard could have been on the other side. Yeah. Maybe he poked him with a stick. Yeah. Maybe. That's true. And and like and like um OP points out of we don't see any of the other elves just to borrow the term apparate, you know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. just disappear the way that Bernard does. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Def- I I wonder if they all have that ability because they all run away or fly away. That's true. That, that was, one. Th- yeah, the, the elf, elf squad. Squad. They, they flew in and they flew out. They didn't just. Which wouldn't it have been much more convenient if they had just appeared in the jail? And That's then- true. Yeah. Bernard must have an must have an extra bit of magic. Hmm. Uh, must be the mm. the sweaters that he wears. Maybe maybe he's part of the Wonka family line. <laughs> 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 If you don't get that, listen to our previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we move on to some comments here? Yeah. Um, starting with OK Engine eighty forty four, that you wouldn't kill the spirit of Christmas, now would you? Speech always felt too specific. It definitely felt like a guilt trip. I love is- the delivery of that line because it's just like so, like it says, almost really specific. Yeah. Almost like, without telling him, this last guy that we had killed the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> it's almost like he's saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, well, but... in the way that the North Pole operates, they definitely seem like people who are going to be running analytics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would have been able to see that trend of children's happiness and satisfaction. Yeah, that makes sense. They would be sending out the uh, asking for a two minute, just two minutes of your time for a survey after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think this is somebody that we've seen before. Comprehensive ad thirty nine sixty three. That's one of those automatically generated names. If you don't come up with oh, one. like a throwaway very, account. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, like mine is comprehensive ad something something. Oh, did you write this? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, well, comprehensive ad 3963 throw away account uh, comments. Alternatively, the old Santa wanted to retire, but wanted to ensure his role fell into capable hands. He felt Mr. Calvin was an excellent candidate. Mr. Calvin is a father with a presumably long career as a toy salesman at what we can assume to be a large toy manufacturer. So Mr. Calvin would know a thing or two about how to bring joy to children through toys. That Mr. Calvin doesn't know how to run Santa's operation is of little to no consequence thanks to the organizational structure already in place. Mr. Calvin's job is primarily to work out long-term goals, while Bernard's job is to enact policies designed to help realize Mr. Calvin's goals. And OP replies to them and says, Ah, but that Santa wouldn't have just decided to fall off a roof, especially when he had the escape clause if he wanted to retire. It's made very clear that each Santa had his own snow globe. In fact, we actually see this in the Hall of Snow Globes. I think that Santa was doing a very bad job. I think that Santa was doing, so he's talking about Roof Santa, Mm -hmm. was doing a very bad job and refused to step down via the escape clause. So Bernard Mm -hmm. took it upon himself to find a new Santa. Scott Calvin was a huge deal in the toy biz, especially with the creation of that toy doll. So he would have stood out, especially to someone actively looking for someone in the toy business. Also, the elves took great strides to make sure he was safe when he did become Santa. Yet no method of preventing him from f- 
falling off a roof, suggesting this is the go-to method of the elves to kill off a Santa <laughs> if they refuse to step down. I like that. I mean, that was a yeah. great reply. And you know what? Something else that that now that now that that was brought up again is <laughs> he asks several times. You know, when he's preparing, when they the keep showing year, him all of the new precautions. Look, we've souped up your sled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. How do I not fall off the roof? What happens if I fall, you know, if if I fall off a roof? And they don't say anything. Nobody says anything. Come look at this this new flame (laughs) retardant suit you can wear. But what if I fall off the roof? Yeah, he keeps saying it over and over again. And nobody says anything. And it's it's only Comet who gives him a rope. Yes, Comet the reindeer. reindeer, Not another elf. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like, it's almost as if they're like... Some kind of secret reindeer uprising happening at the north pole to subvert the <laughs> elves plans but it, it, it could be a thing of you know well, we're not going to tell him about it. we're not going to give him this thing because maybe we might need to pull this on him uh, you know later if he ends up not working out for us you know mm-hmm. and but comet's like no i really believe in this guy so i'm gonna come up with this rope somehow even though i'm a reindeer and give it to him <laughs> um so wow. our next comment now- here Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say now. All I, now all I can think of is a uh, war of factions between the elves and the reindeer. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next from J. Ba Fofi Four, <laughs> they said, "I've had a theory about this movie. The Santa who dies at the beginning was a new Santa. He's not particularly hefty." Scott had a year to get his affairs in order after putting on the suit and becoming the big guy during which he transforms into Santa. The one who falls off the roof doesn't look too plump. As such, there was no Mrs. Claus either, so he wasn't Santa for very long regardless. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I I sincerely, I don't know. So they keep bringing up the stuff about Mrs. Claus. Is that what? So, yeah, the second, I'm pretty sure it's the second movie. Or the third. No, the third one's about Jack Frost. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's got Martin Short in there, it. <laughs> there, so there's there's San, there's the Santa Claus, but then there's also the Mrs. Claus or whatever. That being part of Santa, you have to be married and have a Mrs. Claus. What? Um, How did and, they let him go a whole year? I don't know. Well, I mean, because they didn't know they were going to do that. Retcon, maybe. Maybe, but, yeah. maybe they were so, giving him a year to learn the ropes and and for also uh, as a side bit for them to see if he was worthy of staying as Santa Claus and whether the, whether or not they needed to kill him off yeah before they brought up the whole Mrs. Claus thing I think the Mrs. Claus thing is is brought in once they approve of whoever is currently Santa and so maybe that's why the other guy was not Santa for very long um because that's the thing like that's that is the conflict in the second movie um, is mm. that he has to find someone to be a wife um, or else he can't be Santa Claus anymore. So yeah. it's that's a good, it's an issue. I mean, it doesn't really matter to this theory that much other than he must have been really, really bad if he hasn't been Santa that long. And so this would yeah. not be the same Santa that, you know, that broke the hearts of the spoiled children everywhere. Um, I, I the, His point about him not being particularly hefty, that's not... I don't buy it. That's not true. The clothes are very big. Yeah. Um, but the Mrs. Claus thing is very interesting. Okay. Mm. 
Well, uh, it sounds like we've pretty much all said our piece, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll give our official theory plausibility ratings. At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 75 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout. And we're back. So, um, Michael, it seems like you're getting into the swing of things pretty well. I mean, we took a little bit of time off, but uh, you think you're good, all limbered up, ready to go to give us the rating scale breakdown? I mean, do you think I'd want to kill the spirit of Christmas and not do this? Of course, I'd be happy to. Yay. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah, lay it on me. I think this is genius. I love it. This is my new canon. Um, Now, they have that the Santa Claus's show on Disney Plus that we have not watched. Um, and again, we haven't watched any of the others to really know if there's anything there. It sounds like uh, OP here has done his research, but I know that this was written before that show came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it sounds like this person, if there had been anything else to, to counter this, he would have or she uh, would have put it out. Uh, but it it's pretty rock solid in my eyes. And I, I just love this idea that um, – that they were like, okay, I'm just, whoever this guy is, he's not working out for us, and he's not going to step down voluntarily, so we're going to step him down for him, <laughs> and pushing him off. Of, so, yes, genius. Nice. Do you want to go ahead, Laura? Or do you oh, no, I'll let you go. Okay. Um, I agree with Spencer. I think this is genius. This is my new canon. Um this adds a whole other dimension to this story and these movies and this franchise that I never would have thought of. And honestly, I think it makes it even more interesting. And I, I am going to make a point of watching these movies over this uh, coming Christmas break and really pay attention this time and see if I notice anything, but yeah, it's genius for me. Cool. Um, I think I'm also going to go with genius on this. And um, you were mentioning that, Spencer, about the Santa Claus's TV show. Uh, I've seen a small clip of it of Bernard coming back, mm-hmm. which, you know, when we first see the elves, they are they all look still. They're so young, but they're like 1,200 years old and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the way they explain that Bernard has aged is something about he like married 
uh, he fell in love with a a, a human and, and married a human. Oh, interesting. And then, mm. and I'm wondering if that was like a, I've gotten in over my head. I got in too deep. I've got to get out. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's some kind of mob <laughs> thing. Like the elves are a mob, is what I'm going <laughs> to imagine now. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, but that totally ties in with Bernard being the one to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're I'm done with this. I'm tired of watching him walk all over." what Christmas is supposed to be. So let's get rid of him. Uh, I'm behind that. So I give this a genius as well. Yay. Love it. All right. Well, a triple genius. Thank you again for mentioning us on Reddit. And uh, we're not just biased because of that, but uh, very well, nicely done, well-written, put-together theory. Uh, And since I cannot speak well, that means it is time (laughs) to bring this episode to a close. But before we do... I just wanted to share this detail. It's fascinating on Reddit. Um, did you guys watch the show Breaking Bad, Lar? I know you didn't. I did. All right. I, uh, well, this I is, enjoyed it for the most well, part. You'll probably enjoy this, this little okay. detail from Meh, Bleh, and Deh. Um, <laughs> in Breaking Bad, Walter critiques Junior for using both feet on the pedals. This is because he's Breaking Bad. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love that. Okay, well, (laughs) what a way to wrap it up. This has been Fantasy Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we ask, do the ghosts in A Christmas Carol actually only care about Tiny Tim living Rather than Scrooge's heart, subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Monster Talk and Good Job Brain. At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and t-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 75 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout.